Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Sometimes Heroes. My name is James and I'll be your game master. Let's introduce our players. Hi, I'm Mark and I'll be playing Gij, the black sheet ghost with many eyes. <laughs> Hi, my name's Molly and I am playing a 12-ish year old version of Eden, the human sorcerer who likes posting on her live journal in her spare time. Hello, my name is Eric, and I am playing Sten, who is a metal person with a flaming heart and a leaky foot. Hi, I am Winter, and I will be playing Sariel in Sariel's own head as Sariel. The Dream Master. How very meta. Oh, yeah. Hi, my name is Amanda, and I'm playing the bored dwarven bard Galena, waiting for all of her friends to wake up because they're all lazy and druggies. Indeed. True. Some, someone's mad they didn't get invited to the cuddle puddle. Seriously, <laughs> it's awesome in here. Ew, ew. No, I don't want to touch you guys. No, I'm just kidding. I kind of do. Let <laughs> so, us touch your butt. Mm, it's a good butt. Lots of good butts, in fact. We're already getting weird. Yep, it's, it's late. So we start with Galena, actually. You stand inside the witch's hut. She sits in the center of the room on her chair, nice and cushy. Her eyes closed, her hands outstretched towards your party. As a medically inclined person, know that they have just ingested some sort of hallucinatory drugs and are going on a magical spirit journey. You know that you are mostly immune to these. It would probably harm your health to eat enough to get the fun side effects, which is a bummer. They have left you in charge of the floppy sack of webbing with one egg in it and the job to wake them up if something goes horribly. Is Westeria there? Westra? Wistra? Wistra is the one sitting in the center of the room. The rest of the oh, party okay. is in is in a cuddle puddle in the corner, sort of piled up on whatever soft things they could find, mostly on each other. Okay. Exactly how much time has passed since they took the mushrooms? About 10 minutes-ish. Okay. So in these past 10 minutes, Galena has been kind of fidgeting picking up the egg and looking at it and then putting it down and then playing her loot and then putting it down and then picking up the egg and then looking at Wistra and then putting the egg down and then playing her loot and then finally says, um, do you know how long this is going to be? Do you know what's going on right now? Can you tell? Wistra opens one eye towards you and says, I do not know how long this will take. It depends on whether the creature hides from them or attacks them. They may have it charged through the door, and they will slay it, and then it will be over. Or they may have to dive through a labyrinth. For them, what will seem like weeks will only be hours for us. Okay. Do you know what they're going through right now? Is, is there any way we can tell? Galena's looking at their faces, too, to see if they have any expressions that are changing or anything. You have seen over the course of them falling asleep, them get kind of goofy grins on their faces and then go back to being placid. And occasionally they will murmur to themselves, just... But for the most part, they don't do anything. Wistra, however, says, if they are in serious distress, they will start to convulse. If that happens, I would recommend waking them up. I can wake them up as well, but if you stand ready, it might be better. Okay. As she says this, Sariel starts to twitch a little bit. You can see her veins start to become clear on her skin as they start to turn black. Galena stands up very suddenly when she notices that, and she gets very tense because she is worried. Wistra also seems to look worried and says, that shouldn't happen unless they're losing. I mean, if any one of them were being hurt, 
they would show the symptoms. Sariel shouldn't show symptoms unless the thing is taking control. Should I, should we help? Should we wake her up? What, should I go in there? If you know how much you can take without killing yourself, yes. But I know you said earlier that you were mostly immune. I think I can get in for a, a little bit at least, or I might, might go in and out. I've maybe done these before a couple of times. I got to the point where I could start feeling the effects once. Well, if you must, try. Twitches her head at the satchel next to her chair. Okay, should I roll medicine for this? I do want you to roll medicine to see how close you can get to get the effect without murdering yourself. No pressure. Do mm-hmm. it, do it, do it. That's a very depressing number for Galena, but she rolled a 13. A 13. Galena, you take three mushrooms and then cut four-fifths off of one and think about it. Do what she did where you rub the herbs and the gills of the mushroom and just stuff them in your face. Stand for a moment. You don't feel as if you've lost your balance, but you find yourself on the floor and then we will cut to the rest of everyone. Do you remember what was happening? We were about to fight an abomination in the form of a bear. And like a whole bunch of of that what the replica dude oh yeah and a bunch of a bunch of characters from spirited away converged on us and seemed to attack our npcs i think (laughs) i am using the token for no face because i thought it appropriate (laughs) what are you gonna say mark i when you asked what we were doing i was about to to like jump into spoken lyrics so Mm -hmm. it's fine i'll say this is a showdown a throwdown oh no i can't slow down oh (laughs) oh okay Join my band. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm excited. I get to fight things in someone's dreams. I'm like almost magic. (laughs) It is a rare experience. I don't get to do magic very often. I'm kind of magic right now. All right. The tactical situation in which you find yourselves is you're outside the doors with your previous backup of the Amalgam, the Giant Halfling, and the Sexy Woodsman. Unfortunately, the Amalgam has split up into myriad versions of itself from young to old, all of them very ill. And a great number of them are just dogpiling the uh, other aspects of Sariel. Is it obvious why? It's obvious that these Amalgam creatures have a drastic amount of illness among them, and they spoke right before they turned this way in favor of this being a mortal plan when the bear mentioned it to Sariel. Oh, that's right. That's right. A great many of them are lurching towards you guys. As they do, you can see the familiar mist coming out of them. I want you all to roll dexterity saves to get away from them before the mist touches you. Oh, God. Oh, snap. Eden rolled a 14. Stan rolled a 12. Keys rolled a 17. Sorry, y'all rolled a 7. The party has all rolled initiative before this, and wildly, all of the enemies rolled under seven, and all of them rolled above eight. So they are all going first. Everyone except Sariel was able to move away from these amalgam creatures before they found themselves within the mist exuding from them. Mechanically, you realize that this is an aura that they have that extends 10 feet beyond them. Man, that sucks for me. Someone Indeed. else fight him. Mark, where'd you go? Oh, oh Molly no. put her token on top of me. Uh, I was climbing onto your shoulders. I mean, (laughs) onto your head, because I guess you don't have shoulders anymore. Oh, true. So, as you see the mass of no faces behind you, only Sariel having been caught within their mist, we start with Sten. In the distance, you can see the Plager sign, the Muthidug, the Dusky Death, 
just sauntering ever so slowly in your direction. Wait, where where is this? Is that the the big it's, the big old token there? Yeah, it's at the bottom. The bottom? Yes, indeed. Uh, the bottom of the map. Oh, bottom right. I see. Oh dear. Oh god. Um. 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 So each <laughs> of these is surround. Each of these is surrounded by like a some sort of hideous fog. Mm-hmm. 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 What does it seem to be doing to Sariel? Anything? She is coughing and starting to show boils on her skin. If oh, you recall yeah, earlier, no. both Gij and Eden were subjected to this, but managed to shake it off. Oh yes, 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 yes. Well, that's the worst thing ever. Um, thinking, thinking. Oh hell with it. I'm just going in. It's what I do, right? Well, you I mean you could someone throw say that's something what I do. probably. I don't really have anything. Is there anything around here I could grab, like rocks, largish rocks? You look down. There's a largish rock right next to you. How I handy! Love dreams. Ooh. All right, I'm going to take that rock and I'm going to throw it at one of the dudes. Okay, make a ranged strength attack so you can use your sledgehammer stats, basically, because I'm going okay. to say you're proficient at throwing a large rock. <laughs> Damn right I am. All right. Fly right. through lots of things on the docks. So that's right. Occasionally at people, let's say. Got to unload those boats. All right. I rolled a twenty-four. Which one are you targeting? Just the um, closest one? Let's go with that one guy on the right there. You know, that you see, he's like one of the closest ones to me on the right. Yeah, that guy. Man, a commanding role. It occurs to me this may not be the most efficient method of killing all these guys. Sten rolls a five on damage for his rock versus the 14-year-old pockmarked. Looks like he's emaciated, dying of some sort of starvation, maybe dysentery instead. Yeah. Just clocks him with the rock. The boy just crumples immediately under impact to his chest. I'm feeling good about that action. And there is a break in the fog ever so slightly. Do you want to move or do you want to pick up another rock and throw that one too? Um, I'm going to, how much far can I move? Sten is super fast and can move 40 feet. Oh, that's very fast indeed. Are these trees here? These little circles? Yes. Okay. I'm going to hide behind a tree. Can I go okay. here? I'm scared. All right, Sariel, you're up. I want you to roll a con save, please. Sariel rolled an 18. Sariel's body becomes covered in boils and other such disgusting objects before she puts just a straight line face on and they disappear as she stands in the mist defiantly. What are you going to do with your turn? These things are shambling at you. These things that feel and look like betrayal. Sariel yells sort of at the center of the crowd that all things die. That's just the natural order. All things die and all things return to the earth. Okay. Are you going to try to affect them with this yell? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Roll a persuade. Sariel rolled a 10 for persuasion. As you yell this, some of them yell back, Don't listen to them. They don't understand. They think, because we live so long, that death means less to us. But it means more! And then the whole crowd of them does a rousing cheer and starts to advance slightly faster. But you can see several of them stop and think, quizzically contemplating their choices. I should have spanked like 50% of you. <laughs> True. Nice. I'm going to say that was a bonus action. What are you doing with the rest of your move? Your turn. Can I physically strike one with... I have my, my staff, right? Just my regular one? Yes, you would have to advance deeper into the clouds. And though you have forced its effects away from you, you understand that it is assaulting you constantly. Right, right. So advancing would mean... Uh... Mechanically, every time you start your turn inside the cloud or enter the cloud on your turn, 
you have to roll a con save against it. I'll I'll call that I'll call that good for now. Do you want to at least step out of the cloud? Oh yeah. That that would probably be that would probably be smart. Sariel Sariel would step back closer to her companions. Okay. You can move yourself up to thirty. Kinda like get over here by, by Eden. There we go. Stan, you are all alone out there. Look, it's scary and I don't like boils. Yeah, we'll but see. you're getting closer to the thing that is, in my opinion, way scarier. Does he give me boils? If not, I will fight that one. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it does give you boils. You never know. True. It's true. They could boils around every turn. You never know. <laughs> true story. Gige, you're up. You see the advancing pile of bodies all looking horribly disfigured. It reminds you of some good times back in the day. You know, mobs. Good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So at first I thought I could just probably hack my way through it. But with that fog, I feel like I could probably manage my constitution. But I see what Sariel did. I'm like, hey, it's not a bad idea. So the ones that seem convinced, did they are they hostile? Did they disappear? What happened? There are a great many. There's maybe 20 or 30, and they are making a mist so thick that it's starting to get hard to see through. And once she convinced, they stopped making mist? The ones that she talked to stopped walking and just sort of were like looking at the ground, looking to the side. Do you want to make a insight check to see what they're up to? Sure, let me do that. Okay. Free action knowledge roll that insight, yo. Ugh, I rolled a five insight. They're minutes, seconds from disappearing into the ether. That sounds like garbage. So I see the dusky death over there. I'm going to take a step kind of a little bit back towards the tree because I know means they're going to have to be the front line when that, once that thing gets to us. And these things seem, how do I put this? Persuadable. So I'm going to shout to them. I know death is frightening, but think of your loved ones. How many have you cared about who eventually passed on? Would you really want to live without them? And then I will roll a persuade. I rolled a 19 in persuasion. Very nice. The ones that stopped start again, looking furious and angry. And they say, you aren't even us. How dare you talk to us? You don't understand. Oh, that may have been a miscalculation. Really? A 19 persuasion? That was really high. Huh. Just hit him all with rocks. (laughs) Uh, Then I'll just take a defensive stance. I guess I'll end my turn. Imposing disadvantage on anything that gets close to you and attacks. Yeah. Cool. Okay, Eden, you're up. All right, so fog is pretty thick, right? Yep, it's roiling right in front of you. Okay, I'm going to attempt to blow it away with a gust so that we can actually see what's going on. Okay, your gust affects a relatively small area, so you'll be able to punch a hole in the mist at least. Well, that's something, I mm-hmm. guess. All right, so let's toss some wind into that nonsense. The one closest to you does a con save to not get pushed. Oh, I'm sorry. Strength save. Wow. And it's the same. same (laughs) You see Eden throw her arms forward and a pretty intense gust of wind rushes around her, blowing her, billowing her little girl dress around. And you see a tunnel through these thralls. And there stands one sort of impotently in the middle now missing his mist and he looks at eden points and says it's her fault what i didn't do anything she's the reason we're here if she wasn't here we could just run away uh that was your standard action you still have a move and a knowledge roll if you want okay well my problem is when it comes to useful spells i am running really, really low on stuff that is useful. 
like I'm almost completely out of everything, which sucks. You didn't so, recover any? No, I can I can only recover these overnight. I mean, as long as far as I'm aware. Like our dream physics doesn't allow her to get more spells back, James. It does not seem to help. No. Oh. You could throw a rock. Seriously, it works. We just need what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Something like fifteen. Or more who rocks. knows? Maybe maybe you'll need a maybe you need a spear and there's still happen to be a spear next to your foot. Okay, I want to, in this dream state, summon up my my bow. You pull your bow off your back. It's already strung. To everyone else, it appears as a child's toy bow with a particularly deadly-looking cork-tipped arrow. <gasps> oh, how convenient! Okay, well, I'm going to use that because I want to save anything I have left that's halfway decent for the moody Do. So here we go. Oh, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure Gust is a standard action. Gust is a standard action. So you need to move or bonus action, which specific spells and whatnot, and extra things are bonus actions. So I can't attack this guy with my bow. Not this turn, no. You've already, quote, attacked one of them with a gust of wind. Okay, well, in that case, I'm out of ideas. I do want to move closer to Gij and Sten, but for now, that's about it. Okay, you guys are all piling up next to a tree. Near what you can see is just a slight difference in the muddiness of the ground that clearly is some slightly deeper water. It is the Muthi Doog's turn. He... Wait, it's called the Muthi Doog? <laughs> the Sopping Sewage. The Sopping Sewage's turn. Mo Moody Doog is how it's spelled, but uh, it's actually pronounced Muthi Doog. Wait, I thought it was Dusky Death. It has a lot of names. I thought Eden just made up Moody Doog. The Grim. No, no I little... got that from one of the kids that we met on our oh, way town. I had forgotten this. Mm -hmm. So Moody Doo halts its advance as Sten gets closer to it. And Sten, you look over your shoulder away from the advancing crowd of amalgam creatures and see two eyes flash in the darkness. And we shall see what that does. Something horrible, I'm sure. It's going to give me boils. No doubt. Sten, save versus con. Son of a... Sten rolled a 13. You lock eyes with this creature. Your sledgehammer that was previously light in your hands feels suddenly very heavy, and your muscles seem to shrink and decay inside your arms. You take seven Jesus. damage and are weakened. What am I good for now? Who knows? Your mighty strength has been reduced. And the amalgams go. They don't seem to move very fast but they do seem to dogpile around Sariel a little bit. No! As she only retreated slightly before the mist. What did we learn? I don't know. What did we learn? You didn't move far back enough? That's what we learned. Okay. Oh my lord. Each one of the three thralls that gets to you makes two attacks. What is your AC again? Sariel's AC is 14. Dear God! Sariel takes three of those attacks. Four slashing. One slashes your arm, just launching his hand forward. His dirty, crusted, plague-ridden nails cut a swath across your forearm. One of them jumps on and bites you, and the other one full-on tries to tackle you, but you spin away his hands again, leaving terrible rents in your skin. You take nine, 14 damage. Jeez Louise. Do you remember how to take damage? No, yeah, no, just so you forget how to take damage. <laughs> it's the dream world. You can forget how to take damage. So I select the Oh no, you're invulnerable. Circle. 
Yes. <laughs> and then negative uh, 14, was it? Yes. Bam. Okay, I did the thing. As they do this, they say, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We'll live forever. Definitely should have spanked like 50% of them. <laughs> okay, as this happens... In the corner of all of your eyes, you see a flicker of light in which a figure appears in the middle of the field. I'm not sure what she looks like. Sariel, what does she look like? Oh, gosh. Uh... Is this going to make me blush? <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, you pure naked Terminator style. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was the flash of light. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> no, that's not how you use your potions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Pop getting hot. Uh, the general, the general idea for Galena is is that she is an instrument. It's just slightly out of tune. It doesn't do what other people want it to do. It marches to the beat of its its own rhythm. I was imagining one of those people who have like a million instruments attached to them and they're all attached by strings and stuff, but it's just yeah. like no person, just instruments strapped together. What the hell kind of person are you talking about? Like like in Mary Poppins, Bert. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So what sort of instrument am I like a lute or a, am I just an instrument? Concepts are hard. Mm -hmm. yeah. should, we, should we go with James's idea? Let's go with James's idea. I do like that they're all a little out of tune, just going to their own beat. And as she walks, we hear an accordion. Mm -hmm. So a big pile of instruments that shapes itself into a figure appears and makes a sad trombone at you guys. <laughs> Appropriate. <laughs> no, what do you say? Oh, what did I say? Um, how do I feel, James? Like, I rolled a, what was it, a 13? Am I, am I sick? Am I high? Am I not quite in the in the dream world? But Is she dying? What? You feel awesome. Okay, and I see a tween Eden, and I see Sariel, but I also see a giant metal person and a ghost. I look the best. <laughs> I must be very confused, but I feel very good. So, hmm. The good feeling goes away a little quickly as the atmosphere around you is ominous and terrifying. And we're all dying. You can see Sariel. It's almost as if she is about to be pulled down by a horde of zombies. Whoa, whoa, this... Wait, what? Where's... Wait, Sariel! And then I see two of my friends. Then I notice that one of them is very injured. So I start running towards her. And then I stop when I see the zombies. Also the cloud of ominous looking mist that looks like it is trying to plague Sariel. I see that too, and I, I stop. Can I just put myself one square ahead? And I, I think a good idea would be to roll insight so I can figure out if I should run away or if I should pull out like a, a weapon or an instrument and start barding it up. That's a little too vague because that's should I do this or that? You need to ask a more specific question like, are uh, these things dangerous? Should I fight or run? That's what I want to ask. Uh, that's a personal choice. I can't tell you that. Well, oh, right. Okay, insight would be, can I take them? That would be... Roll a huh. perception to assess the situation. It's terrible. Spoiler. <laughs> it's This is fine.jpg, but instead of fire, it's like a horrible plague mist. Yeah, that's perfect, yes. I think it looks kind of good. I rolled a 12. You think it looks winnable. Galena, you see this horde of menacing looking 
but also very frail looking creatures coming towards you through the mist. You can see two larger entities behind them. One of them massive, one of them just sort of like a large person, stensized. But you also see that there is a very ominous looking bear that sort of matches the descriptions of how Guige described the Dusky Death before. And while the people look kind of like zombies, they all look like they're near death and they are attacking with some vigor as much as they can muster. The bear seems to be sitting over there, just kicking it, looking at people. My instinct would be to start casting dissonant whispers on the things that have gotten Sariel. You can cast it on one of them, I think. Yeah, so I'm going to start with the one that's directly in front of her. The way I do this is I reach for where I my panpipes are, or are in the real world, and I don't know what I see or what everyone else sees me do, but... You just, just have your panpipes, okay. but everyone else sees like an arm go up and just trumpets start playing. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so I start playing the weird discordant melody that I figured out can cause dissonant whispers when I concentrate it on one person. So I cast it on the NPC that's directly in front of Sariel. Okay, that makes it do a wisdom save against aggressive jazz solo. Damn it. This thing has negative wisdom score and it's still crit. Son of a... Uh... Sariel, you feel and hear this wild warbly trumpet behind you the creature in front of you contorts its face into a mask of panic and pain before yelling, I'll not suffer alone! You and I are one! And it explodes, spraying various fluids around. Sorry, Ale, you take six damage. This is going to get real rough real quick here. So I guess we don't hurt them because they hurt her. But they also hurt her. A conundrum, to sometimes, be sure. Sometimes the most destructive person in your life is yourself. Oh my god, we're getting profound. Congrats, you just played yourself. And that's the end of my turn, right? You've still got some move left. Oh, like physical move, not another spell type thing? Yeah, you've got physical move left. I'm gonna die. Straight up. If you move into the thing, you know that it's going to hurt you. Where's the thing? All of these creatures have an aura 10 feet around them. Oh, what? What? how big is that? Is the square five? You can five? see the green circles. I can't see. Yeah, I can't see them, actually. Oh, really? No. Oh. Nice. So they have a two square circle around them that only I can see because I'm the game master. Wahahaha. I thought you could see it too. So in my screen, there's an advancing screen of death. We see it in our hearts too. Oh, good. You good over there? Run into the tree of safety, apparently. This tree actually sucks, just so you know. Don't get uh, too excited. Oh, yeah, I am. I also have a bit of a better plan for the, my next move. Hopefully. Sorry, Elle. In the moment when you heard the trumpet, you felt panic and like something was scratching at your mind and reacted almost the same way as you've seen other people react to having dissonant whispers cast directly on them. All right, Sten, it's your turn. Okay. Um, well, I'm weak now, right? You have disadvantage and on all strength-based rolls. <sighs> okay. Us talking to them wasn't working. What are the, what are the woodsmen and people doing? The woodsman and the, the giant halfling. They have faded into the mist and are struggling and fighting. You can hear them. Uh, hmm, hmm. In fact, you, you see a single amalgam fly over your head and land in the water. Its head crushed. Nice. Okay, that's cool. So how's the dusky death doing over there? What's he looking it, like? Is he coming towards us? or? 
he stopped, looked at you, and you felt real bad. Yeah, yeah, so that happened. He appears to be just relaxing. You can sense an almost feeling of smugness radiating from him. Can I, like, roll some sort of insight to see if there's any way to protect Zariel from getting torn to pieces by herself? These creatures around her, the two that are left, one looks like a middle-aged woman, and the other one looks like a maybe like six-year-old child in really nice robes, but has vomit all over the front of them. They both look emaciated. You could probably take them. Uh, I guess. Um, you, probably, you probably shouldn't try to take some. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, and there's a lot of them. And they're going to kill us by the time we kill all of them. Well, she didn't take damage when he threw the rock, did she? She didn't. That's true. But there's like tons of them and they're going to kill us. And then the Moody Doo is going to kill us. Oh, Moody Doo. I didn't see how it was spelled. Well, dear God. Tempted to climb a tree. <laughs> Can I do anything to like run in and like pull her out of there or something? Or Definitely. Okay. I'm going to run in and try to pull her away from those things. Okay. Um, which I realize is a strength thing. So basically what you will be doing is a force move on Sariel and putting yourself in the cloud. Okay. That sounds good. I was about to tempt that myself. Boils aside. I don't... And Winter, if you don't want to contest that... Yeah, I wouldn't... Well... Fight it. Well, like, I don't know no, if it's no, a no. good idea, but in character, I wouldn't... Uh... I'm going to say normally you would be rolling that at a disadvantage, and because Winter is not fighting you, you're at advantage, so you even out to normal. Fair enough. Shall I roll then? Yes. Strength, you said? Mm-hmm. 15. Sten sprints into the mist, and, well, what do you do, actually? Tell me. I'm going to run in there, trying not to think about the horrible, horrible boils that I'm about to be afflicted with, and grab Sariel and throw her as delicately as possible back <laughs> about 10 feet or so. So... Not very delicately, but you know, it's a dream world. Maybe she floats. Yeah. All right. And she does. Sariel, you find yourself just outside of the mist, still standing, having been thrown delicately somehow. Many feet. Sten, I want you to roll two con saves. Of course you do. Two. Uh, 16 and seven. First of all, you are no longer weakened. Oh, that's good. And I'm guessing there's boils. There are boils. There are some mad boils going on here. Oh, uh, I would have taken the weakened. Damn it. You are poisoned, so now you can no longer take an action and a bonus action or reactions. So you have to choose one of them. So you have a move and another action instead of all of those put together. I see. Good. You feel like your muscles have come back, but now you can't stop coughing. And th- your mouth is just filling up with phlegm. Ew. Dude, this dream sucks. It is kind of the worst. All right. It is Sariel's turn. You find yourself outside of the mist and not dead. Yay. Yay. You know that you have two allies deep in the mist who are fighting for you, and they have told you that they can change this. They said, call on us if you need us to help you. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm having having an unusually difficult time taking hints. Okay. Oh, it's okay. That's me all the time. So the two NC... PCs would be able to physically alter the environment? They will be able to do one thing each that will be able to help you. You can make a request of them. And it could be physically altering the environment. It could be perhaps an attack. You can try to phrase it however you like, and I will decide how effective that is. It is a, uh, what is the word for a graph that goes up in a straight line diagonally? Line graph? Linear growth? 
linear yeah linear growth it's like, like you have you have equal creativeness to <laughs> effectiveness ratio you have an equal creative to effectiveness directly proportion, di directly, proportional. directly proportional directly proportional your creativity to how effective it is sorry I'll, let me take this moment to tell you about this fantastic design <laughs> i've been thinking about called a machine gun <laughs> now a machine gun <laughs> works in such the following manner oh shoot um man I'm, I'm conflicted between trying that and trying to bring them under heel just verbally again. But if I roll low on the on the persuasion, it could go bad. It could go real bad. If you appeal to something that they actually care about, they might. Can I roll to find something that they actually care about? <laughs> sure. Do an information roll. This is a understanding yourself roll. Wisdom save. So just uh, rolling wisdom? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'll roll to 15. You're aware that this is the part of you that is basic wants, the part of you that is a child, the part of you that doesn't care about anything except getting that immediate fix, doesn't care what the effect of wanting that thing is. It's a thing you generally keep pretty under control. Ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> So we need, we need to create, ice cream we need to create a carrots. pit. We need to create a pit with an ice cream truck in the bottom of it. Oh, shoot. Sariel is seeming extremely frustrated, looks over at the others, sort of calls out, these are part of me. These are the most basic part that wants food and warmth and is afraid. Would they, what if we just threw blankets and cupcakes at them? Would that, would that make them simmer down? Somebody brought cookies. <laughs> oh, I got cookies. It's well, true. He, he I remember listening oh to the last God. episode, and apparently only one of the cookies made it with him into the dream. It Although is... we are in a dream, so you could dream up more yes. cookies. Well, it's no. going to be the never-ending cookie. relevant cookies? Are we doing plot-relevant baked goods again? <laughs> yes. yes. No, this cookie of mine, this cookie that <laughs> I bring forth, is the greatest cookie. It is an everlasting cookie, and I shall cast it among them. <laughs> okay, Feed, just... my friends mechanically because you guys have been as characters seeing how this works is basically anything you brought into the dream with you you have so sten has cookies because he brought cookies every time he wants a cookie he can just reach for it and there's a cookie there ah yes yes and you also brought a hammer into your dream like eden brought a wand can she create like a feast or I can she do that i can request that the landscape be altered which is vague enough shelter? that it should give me like all kinds of ideas, but it's just like, oh god, what do with this? Is we'll shelter one of one of your basic needs that would satisfy? You could just have your friends create four walls and a roof that would sort of trap them slash maybe make them okay with the. I I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm gonna say is buffet, buffet, do the buffet. <laughs> Is there like a garden or like a, a grove that you really like? Maybe they will feel more at home and more calm in like a na natural setting that you really enjoy. Or maybe they're just craving love and companionship. We could each pick one and then take it out on a date and then... And feed it cookies. That, yeah, that should solve the problem. I want the emaciated mm, little... So good. Ah. <laughs> sleep. Sleep is a basic need. I don't know how you'd make them go to sleep though. I think the idea of um, of a place of comfort, because the grove itself is a place of comfort, but it's uh, it's corrupted. So if I could ask one of the uh, one of the other two 
to create warmth or like a dry spot. Okay, holler that question and aim it at one of them. Sariel would call out to the woodsman. These things, they need safety. The warmth of a fire, bright sunlight in a grove, something from memory which would ease them. Awesome. You hear a response from inside the mist, a gruff voice yelling, you coddle them too much, but I can never say no. And a whoa, 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 crack as a axe hurls through the mist, dispersing it, and hits a tree, making it fall. The tree, as it falls, turns into a fire that is warm and crackling. The tree, now missing from the canopy, lets sun light through, illuminating the area. All of the thralls turn towards it. Their faces go slack, yawn, and say, I'm so tired, and start shambling towards it. Yay! Maybe I won't die. Do I still have an action? Yes. I should probably heal. Reasonable. I would say go for it. You also have a move if you want to get away from the wall of mist in front of you. Let's do that. I will uh, cure wounds and retreat. And I believe at the moment I'm only able to cast at level one because I only have one of this type of spell left. So I will do that. Okay. You heal for eight HP. Are you moving? Yes, I'm just trying to get a look at the map, and I will come stand over by Galena. Tree of safety! It is Gij's turn. You see the ominous crowd of misting zombies scurry towards the fire and lay down around it. The ones that are closest to it, the other ones further away, start to amble slowly towards it, their eyes drooping shut. Great! Okay, and her friends that came with us from the library, are they still being attacked or are they all right now? They seem like they are very far away now. The mist that appeared in front of you, they were only maybe 10 feet behind you. Mm -hmm. The axe clearly came from like a football field away. Okay, and the ones that are laying down to sleep, are they still emitting mist? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and this stream behind me, how deep is that? Can I like go across it? You don't know. It's covered in mud and grossness. Can I roll like a perception or an insight or something? To get a uh, sense of the, the field between me and the the Dusky Death. Roll a perception to try and see if this river is deep enough. The DC is 18. Ugh, I rolled a 10. You cannot tell. Darn. Okay, then. Man, I don't know if there's anything more we can do to calm these guys down, but he's not advancing on us. I'd like to, I would like if we could kill him before they stir back up again. Can I do anything they would like? What, what, why? To get them to all calm down and hopefully stop emitting mist. I don't think they're going to stop. I think that aspect is just corrupted. Okay, then. Now, now we just got to fight fight the do. We got to do the do. Then I'm just going to move to the edge of the water, pick up a rock, and then throw it in the water to see how deep it is. Okay. The rock goes plunk in the water. It rolls a little bit. So you know at least like the first five feet are safe. Hmm. That was 10 feet of your move and your bonus. So what do I have left? 20 feet of move and your standard. Could I chop down this tree and use it to cross? You could certainly try. You knew this tree was here for a reason. Jeez, yeah, I, I still don't think there's a, there's not much I can do. So, actually, no. I'm going to use my sling, and I'm going to try and, because uh, you said I can do make an attack even though I'm not attacking anything. I'm going to use my sling to fire rock into the other side of the lake to see how deep it is. <laughs> okay. Normally, that would just be like another action to throw a rock five more feet. You know that the entire river, at least where you are, is shallow. Okay, cool. Good to know. You still have 20 feet of move left if you want to go across. 
feel like this river might be important for a reason. And I'm kind of cautious to approach this thing by myself, but screw it. Why not? I'm going to step across. So if this thing advances on, I'm not going to, I'm not going to attack it, but I'm going to stay there in case that it tries to advance on us. To the rest of you, a sheet ghost levitates a couple rocks into the river and then floats across. <laughs> but to Gij, you muscle your way through some very muddy water. It still ends up coming to about your knees because the mud at the bottom sort of sucks your feet. <laughs> and it is Eden's turn. I'll come with you. I think it's time to hopefully start getting rid of our Moody Doo friend now that these other guys are distracted. So I'm going to follow is it going to be more difficult for me to cross this since I am not a levitating sheet ghost? <laughs> uh, Eden might have that fear, but she did see the rocks go in, so she knows that it's relatively shallow. Cool. All right, so I'm going to move. And you said the bear is not advancing on us. It's just kind of standing there. It is kind of standing there, and as you guys are running across the river, it no longer seems to be emanating as much smugness. Oh, <laughs> I guess that's good. All right, does anyone have any objections to me just going for it and attacking it? I'll no. take your silence as an enthusiastic no. Um, that is accurate. Yep. I'm going to bring out my gigantic wand of pew-pew and throw some magic missiles at it. Okay, are you using a higher level, or how many charges do you have left? Just one. Okay, throw your last charge at it. Uh, okay, wow, it is a 13. Yeah, not terrible. So you don't actually roll to hit with Magic Missile. Magic Missile is special in that it always hits. Oh, how convenient. So you deal 13 damage to the Dusky Death. Three bolts of light advance through the darkness, starting between trees and slam into this rotting corpse of a bear, throwing meat and tufts of fur around. Ooh. You actually see, for just a fraction of a second, you think, a hole entirely through the Dusky Death. Ooh. Ooh. But it doesn't seem to respond to this very much. Oh. And it is the Dusky Death's turn. Oh, perfect. I was going to say roll for luck, but Eden just shot it, so it's going to look at her. Is that a critical failure? No, it's choosing which attack it's going to use. Aw, oh, damn it. Roll I mean, a con gosh save. Gosh darn it. Con <laughs> save. Con save, con save, con save. Oh, that's not great. I rolled a seven. Eden puts the wand up to our shoulder like an assault rifle, fires off pew pew at the bear, blasting small holes in it, feeling pretty successful in herself, but the bear does not waver. The dusky death continues to stare at you, and it gets inside your head. Just why, why isn't it reacting? A moment later, you realize you cannot move your body. You're entirely paralyzed. Oh, no. Eden, you are paralyzed for one minute. You can repeat the save every turn, though. Wait, I'm confused. How long am I I'm paralyzed for one minute? One minute is ten turns. Oh my god! But every single turn, you get to try to not be paralyzed again. Oh my god. Can I talk? Or is nope. my... Oh, so I'm, I literally can't move anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're standing there a la statue. The amalgams continue to stream towards the fire as the dusky death roars out, Rest when you are dead, fools! And the fire blows out. <gasps> no! And the creatures murmur and shuffle and stand again, looking at you with malice and jealousy. <clears throat> but they've spent this whole turn just wandering around doing nothing. It is Galena's turn. 
Escalina's not been in this world for very long and a lot has happened and it's very confusing. She still is not really sure where Gij and Sten are, but she thinks she's figured out that they are the ghost and the metal man and is wondering why they look like that, but isn't thinking too hard on it because she's a bit stressed right now. So she's just mostly worried about Sariel and decides to start singing her a song and playing her lute, focusing on her bravery, determination, and confidence and trying to bolster it with her music. So that is what she does. She casts heroism. All right. I believe that makes Sariel immune to fear and... Gives her some temporary HP, maybe? Gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier at the start of each of her turns. Oh, sweet. Okay, so Saria has a little shield on pretty much all the time. Yes. I think the reasoning behind this is Galena thinks if she can strengthen her mind, she can make it make her stronger against the monsters in her mind. Saria becomes the woodsman. Whoa! Whoa. That's my oddly specific fetish. Wow. <laughs> Galena's like, oh, who, who is who is this? You would. Yeah. I definitely laughed at, like out loud when I heard Molly go, hello. <laughs> I last episode. Oh, but, okay. You were here. Galena wasn't there. This is her headcanon, so y'all better start writing some fan fiction. It's <laughs> not going to happen otherwise. Well, also, I'm a I'm a tween right now, so I don't think right. that would work out. So, no, you would write fan fiction. Oh, that's true. I would write fan fiction, but I'm saying if I right, were no, yeah, to yeah, yeah. actually flirt with the guy, I don't it be weird. think it, it would, would be, be weird welcome. and awkward. Yeah, no. Yes. I agree. You can write some friend fiction like Tina Belcher. Oh, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Could you be like a redheaded Tina Belcher? I am imagining you as redheaded Tina Belcher in this world now. For now, perhaps, I can try to be Tina Belcher. All right, guys, let's get back on track. This fight's taking a long time. This is the same rules that affects everybody else, the way they look. Sariel feels heroic. You feel fearless and all that good stuff, but you don't notice yourself being any different. Everybody just sees you as the woodsman. Gotcha. Okay, and it's still Galena's turn. You've used your action. You still have a bonus and a move. You are unpleasantly close to a now very ornery looking old man who appears to be bleeding from his eyes. Is Sten in the mist? I am. Yes, Sten is five feet into the mist, facing down a, I think a young man it was. Yeah. Okay, I don't think I have any bonus actions, so I'm just gonna back up away from the wall of mist. Okay, do your move. And then it is Sten's turn. You are in the mist, coughing up some phlegm that now has flecks of blood in it. It's good times. Indeed. So as these guys waken from their slumber, it now occurs to me sort of what they are and that I have infinite cookies. And so I put on a friendly face and you're like, you know what? Dusky Deaths over there is right. You guys, you can sleep later. And for now, you can enjoy cookies, delightful cookies. And I just start tossing out cookies, chucking them as I see the guys coming out of the mist. Okay, make some kind of charisma roll, either a deception or persuasion, I'm not sure. I don't think it's deception, these are legit cookies, man. Well, you're trying to convince them that food is more important than life. And that's not true? I, Absolutely, that's I what I'm saying. It's, it's persuasion. It's a perception it's persuasion. of that thing. Yeah. Persuasion. <laughs> okay. Uh, I rolled a seven. The cookies get a few glances from them, kind of greedily looking at them before they come back to you and say, No, would you rather eat or die? I'm gonna eat. <laughs> I'm gonna eat some. I'm gonna eat some cookies. Yes. 
they so, appear to not be responding. <laughs> do you eat a cookie in front of them just to drive the point I, home? I do indeed eat a cookie. That is, I, I am going to eat cookies rather than fight them. Does he okay. get HP from it? No, he in fact gets his cookie is super gross because it's covered in blood phlegm. Darn. Yeah, sorry. I feel like I've been unnecessarily mean to Sten recently. Such is life. <laughs> so what are you doing with your um, move action, which is all you have left because you uh, are currently in that mist that's messing you up? All right. I guess I will go join the others. You got 40 feet. Make it so. I'll go over here. Okay. Sorry, Al, you're up. As Sten runs across the river and joins Gij, pounds through the super gross mud. Sorry, Al looks back at the amalgamations these split, weak portions of herself. And thanks to Galena's spell, she just feels powerful and confident. And she doesn't even really feel mad at them anymore. She just sort of calls back to them. You want comfort and you want light. The thing, that thing, that rotting thing across the river is what steals that. It doesn't offer immortality. It doesn't offer life. It steals it. If you want good things, bright things, then that, that is what needs to be cast out. All right. Um, Bonus action. Persuade at advantage. Persuade at advantage. To the rest of you, the deep, booming voice of the woodsman, echoed by the giant halfling in the distance. Both voices ring out through the glade, making all of the amalgams look down with shame. Ah. But will the feeling last, is the question. Sariel rolls a 17 in persuasion at advantage. The horde is frozen by shame. They look at their feet. They shuffle around. They murmur excuses. Sariel, what do you do with the rest of your turn? You still have a standard action and a move. I'm just going to move uh, across the river. Okay, you're going to jog across the river as well? Yeah. Alrighty. Gij, you're up. Okay. I don't know if I want to move because Eden's paralyzed and I can help defend her. So if this is a dream, can I like will a boulder to leap from the ground toward Moody Doo? No, you. Ah. I, I've already described how this works. It's basically anything you brought into the dream with you, you mm. have. Yeah, but I'm a black sheet ghost. I mean, I'm not trying to, to like rule lawyer it, but I, like, I was sure. It's entirely yeah. cosmetic. Okay. In the same way, Sariel is not a 35 year old handsome man. Right. Okay, then. Uh, you don't know my I life, would... James. <laughs> 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 I would like to pick up a well sized sharp stone. And then use my sling to launch it at the Moody Doo. Okay. You have a stone in your sling and you have two attacks. Actually, no. I'm going to advance on it. I can move a max of 30 feet, you said? Mm-hmm. I'm going to move up 15 feet. Then I'll use my sling. So if he advances, hopefully he'll, he'll come at me first. Okay. Um, use my sling. Gige places himself between two trees, between the Moody Doo and everyone else. So hopefully it will have to go all the way around if it wants to get to anyone else. And I can make two attacks? Yeah, you're a fighter. You have multi-attack. Right, right, right. Well, then I'm just going to swing two rocks at it then until he gets close enough. The sheet ghost that is Gij just sort of flutters up until it is just a flat sheet spinning in the air. Two very sharp stones fly from it as it spins. And? I don't know. Did you hit? Uh, what, were your, first... what were your rolls? Okay, so the first one was 21 and the second one was 19. Those both hit. Great. Oh, those are pitiful. <laughs> Overall, you deal five and two damage, you deal seven. 
these stones also hit the dusky death looking like they deal grievous injuries one goes straight into its eye smashing in the side of its face and the other one into its forearm which breaks but then immediately the arm lifts up takes another step forward and is whole again i'm ready this is a showdown all right eden you're up roll a con save to not be paralyzed oh it's a seven this is going very well it is going kind of well because if you get attacked while you're like this it's automatic advantage and automatic crits so it's real bad luckily geesh is between you and that thing oh great Mm -hmm. i'm doing what i do fam eden remains standing like a statue a little uh mannequin inside a tween shopping mall (laughs) but with a rad (laughs) wand assault rifle in the window of a limited two, oh, or justice, whatever they it's called now. Indeed. Gij, as you approach this thing, slinging rocks at it, it looks into your eyes. Roll a wisdom save. Mmm, romantic. My mm-hmm. blindfold doesn't give me any help with this? Nope. Ah, oh, okay. I rolled a 21 wisdom save. Whoa, you Take crit that, on wisdom. Stupid bear. Shit's whack. Get out of here. You realize that the bear is trying to manipulate your mind with fear. You see phantoms running around you, surrounding you, but you are so used to this. This is blase. (laughs) This is weak tea. This is whatever. And as you so thoroughly ignore all the fear aura this thing is sending at you, instead of making its second attack, the Dusky Death looks a little confused and takes a step back. Yeah, you don't come at my friends and pull that garbage. Going up my friend's head, trying to cause trouble. I know what that's all about. (laughs) All right. The uh, horde of guys that you left on the other side of the river, the amalgams, continue to look sheepish for the rest of the turn. And the bear, the moody doo, roars to them, Do not falter. Do not doubt. Doubt leads to death. And they all, not immediately, but within a couple seconds, start lurching towards you again. Galena, it is your turn. I am looking at what I can do right now. Is anyone injured? I am. Okay. I believe Sariel is. Do you guys want to be healed? I, that's all I can really offer right now. I could try to mock them, actually. Are you guys significantly injured? Do, do they look significantly injured to Galetta? I'm significantly paralyzed. Oh, right. Wait, where are you? How are you moving? I am next to Gij, and apparently I am posing as if my wand were an assault rifle, and I'm just kind of there like a mannequin. Okay, I'm going to roll medicine to see if I can unparalyze her. Oh, that is a very good thing to do. Rad, nice. I'm a very smart and intelligent and beautiful and humble person. I rolled a 19 in medicine because Galena is good at at the, at the doctorate. Oh, that sounds good. Okay, so how exactly do you unparalyze her? I guess I look her over and I must take out something I have. Yeah, I I add the smelling salts with me. So I take those out and I probably, in my regular medicine bag, I probably have things that could counteract like basic paralytic poisons. And still being sort of new to this world, I don't realize that I'm not in reality. So I'm probably just pulling things out that I need without knowing that I'm just pulling things out that I need. Indeed. Though this is more of an inside her head thing, this is also an inside somebody else's head thing. So it's... (laughs) (laughs) Galena waves some smelling salts under your nose, some Vicks Vapor Rub, and Eden, you are 
no longer paralyzed. Yay! Happy times. Galena, do you want to move? I think I'm fine where I am. Okay. It is Sten's turn. So with my poison, what is that? So I can either move or attack. Is that right? No, no you can move and another action. Oh. Normally, you can move and regular bonus and reaction. So now you can only do one of those three. I see. Okay. Ah, hell with it. So I'm going to use my rage and charge this bad boy. It's time to go ham on right, this guy. So I'm going there. This will likely lead to my death. And I will summon forth my sword from from middle of nowhere. My sword that does God knows what, but maybe something good. Okay. Um, and I'm going to hit him. I can hit him, right? Mm-hmm. With my poison. Okay. I'm doing it. The figure you nice. see as Sten, a black goat appears next to Sten, and he pulls a sword out of its mouth as it bleats. Whoa. What? The sword yeah, is... Whoa. That's what I did. The sword is drenched in blood, and he swings it back... And the first attack hits with a 23. What's the second one? I just like to say I'm a little uncomfortable with this sword now. Especially well, once you guys tell me what I actually, you actually saw. Yeah, but here we go again. The second hit attack is a 19. That also hits. All right. So Sten doesn't mess around. He deals 12 on the first hit and 15 on the second. Much better than the cookie thing. Dealing 27 damage total, you rend into the... Dusky Death's back twice, very much in a wood-chopping action, cutting out a V of flesh, which sloughs off to the side. Nicely done. The Dusky Death staggers away from you and growl moans in what almost sounds like an old man's voice trying to imitate a bear. Okay, sorry, Al, you're up. Unless you had any commentary on that, Sten. Oh, I was just going to say suck goat sword. Uh, (laughs) But that's all I got. It's pretty good. I like it. Is Sariel still feeling the effects of Galena's encouragement? Yes. You feel Uh, indomitable. Yeah. (laughs) Following up on what the Dusky Death had called back to the amalgamations, Sariel calls back, that's right, do not falter. And remembering all her training, she tells them to remember not to fear the things that are uncomfortable, that they're a good, like, are we in an episode of a Disney Channel? <laughs> yes. So that's that's what is, happens now. This is happening inside her, so she's got to get a little cheesy. Yeah, the I'm, most I'm okay. nightmarish no, I'm okay Disney Channel. Being, yeah, I'm okay with being inside <laughs> something related to the Disney Channel. I'm just trying to clarify. I remember when Winnie the Pooh pulled a sword out of a goat's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great episode. Yeah, they really they really dumbed that that, that show down as time went on. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh stealing honey from Beelzebub. Okay, okay, so what do you say? I tell them basically to man up. Man up, we've been trained to overcome this. We're stronger than this. And she sort of rounds on the dusky death. I know what you are. Oh man, hit them with that persuade. Again, at advantage. Oh, I did not roll at advantage. Uh, James, how do you want me to handle that? Just roll one more time and take the higher of the two. Okay. Sariel rolls an 11 in persuasion. The amalgams universally cry out to you. You can't always boss us around. Sometimes we just want to do what we want to do. And I think she can boss you around. That's just my opinion. <laughs> a lot of them petulantly kick rocks and squat down to the ground and tear out tufts of grass, looking what at a you bunch defiantly. Of <laughs> yes, defiant babies. So many. There is, in fact, one defiant baby back there waddling towards you. <laughs> oh, no. He's the angriest. Mm-hmm. 
He has glowing red eyes and is terrifying. If this fight goes long enough for him to catch up, or you're all in trouble. <laughs> but as you turn to the Dusky Death and call him out on his nonsense, the bear rears up on its hind legs in its belly, cut into it like the creature has been rent open. Tauntaun style is a withered old man tucked into its chest and belly, curled up in a fetal position. His head twists over to you and whispers out, You will die here, and only I will remain. Is this like Inception, where if we die in the dream, we die in real life? I don't know. Nobody asked. Well, I'm asking now. The person who knows is not in the dream. Wistera would have answered that question for us. The scroll that Eden has, will that only work outside of her? Outside of Asariel? Mm. That's a good question, because... One of you has the scroll, or could have it, but the question is, is it the same thing in here as it is out there? And will it just have the same effect of kicking this guy out and then letting him run away, which is what she said would happen? I'm ready to make beer jerky. What's up? Oh my, I heard beer jerky, and bear. that sounded pretty good either, actually. I don't know. Do I want to eat a bear? That's kind of sad. No, I want to kill this bear. Sariel's still feeling still feeling pretty, pretty good about things. And she just rounds on the dusky death. It's like, you'll die here. Abomination. You might have escaped where you were trapped. But I'm not going to fall to you. Sariel's um, beard is majestic in the sunlight that suddenly splays onto her. Awesome. So hot. Can I turn into a bear in my own dream? Sure. Triple hot! <laughs> yeah, Sariel will take bear form. I'm gonna have it out. Bear fight. Please have a bear beard, please. <laughs> Woodsman Sariel bear form is a little bit Can furrier there, there the we other, go. <laughs> than in the other one. It's just a little bit like a uh, winter coat, so to speak. And I guess I will advance. Okay, let's see if you can get there from where you were. Definitely. So do you want to roll up on this dude? Maul him up? I have a feeling this will probably turn out to be a terrible plan, but sure, let's do that. Go for it. Do I still have an attack? I'm going to say yes, you do, because you're a circle of the moon, so your uh, transformation doesn't take any time. Also, you're rolling on uh, heroism right now, so. Noise, noise, just like running up, talking shit, turn into a bear. Let's, let's yep. do this. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Basically, as Sariel walks forward, determinedly talking trash on this sad bear, she slowly turns from woodsman into winter coat shaggy bear, trundling forward on all fours. And as she goes, the trees fall around her, letting in the sunlight in just like a path behind her. Epic. Winter, do you want to make those attacks? Bear Sariel rolled a 13 for bite and a 10 for claws. The Dusky Death brings up one moldy bear paw to block your swiping paw. But then you dig your teeth into the actual bear neck above the human neck in his chest, rending out tendon and blood and viscera <sighs> as bear tackles bear. It is Gish's turn. Yes. Can I lunge past Suriel and Sten, try and get under it and stab at the man? You do not have a weapon with reach, but you could get, you could run past Sten and then just yeah. melee the I, bot. If I get bear. in close enough. Okay, good. Yes, you can get in close enough with the move you have. Then I will do that. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to swing at the, uh, I assume, the, the elfin druid man who's, who's under it, who's a part of it. As you get closer, you can see that this is very much a human man. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I'm going to uh, take two swings at him. 
Do it. First attack was an 18. The second was a 17. Okay. Both of those hit. You deal five and six slashing damage, basically cutting out the left leg of the standing bear out from under it with two swift hacks as it slumps to its side, still wrestling with other bear. It's kind of one of those things where Gij doesn't want to get in too close because he's worried these two bears will just fall on him. And it is Eden's turn. Uh, Okay, well, I don't have many options, mainly because I am all out of useful spells. So I'm going to have to potentially do something really stupid. Hmm. That that might be the motto of our group. <laughs> yes. I'm going yes. to have to potentially do something really stupid. Really stupid. Sometimes heroes, sometimes really stupid. Really stupid heroes, sometimes. Sorry, I mean, Eden, I'm just going to take a look at your sheet real quick to see if you have anything that you could use in this last ditch of situation. We could go yawning on Ooh. this guy. One, you can use higher level spells at lower levels. So if you want to cast Witch Bolt, but you don't have any Witch Bolt level spells left, you can just cast Witch Bolt level two or level three. Wait, I'm okay. Well, I, I find that very confusing. How How is okay. that possible? So you have charges at each level. So you have four level one charges mm-hmm. and you have three level two charges. So you can use a level two charge to cast a level one spell, but you can't use a level one charge to cast a level two spell. And when okay. you use when you use the bigger juice, you get a bigger effect out of the little spells. Okay, I think I understand. All right, well then let's throw some lightning at this a-hole. What level? Level two. Too afraid to go for that level three? Oops, I didn't, oh crap. And before Sariel gets hit. Wait, it doesn't even, because I clicked it accidentally, and it didn't give me the option to choose a level, not for Witch Bolt. Uh, it might, might not have built it in macro style, but you can. You rolled the attack. It is a 16. It hits. So what you are going to do is 3d12. So that's nothing big, nothing uh, too Ooh, scary. Boy. As Eden advances, working lightning between her hands, and this big bear fight, do you say, sorry, I'll get back, or anything like that? Well, yeah, I don't want to hit... <laughs> well, it looks like all three of them are kind of in the way. I mean, for dramatic effect. There's no mechanical disadvantage. Nobody's grappling here. I just okay. want to get an image for this. Okay, well then... a lot of lightning damage coming at this guy. Well, then, yeah, I'd want to yell, watch out, or heads up. I'm going to wreck Heads it. up, guys. <laughs> Lightning crackles over y'all's heads and strikes the man in the center of the Dusky Death, incinerating him completely, leaving the corpse of the bear around him to just simply slough down into a pile on the floor, which, as the sunlight that Sariel has brought to this grove again comes to rest on the pile, the pile dissolves into nothingness. You can all feel dream logic style that there's nothing left of this man. Nice. Well done. I feel like I came way closer to dying than I needed to for this battle. True. I know those feels. This was the first one this time. I feel like I'm cheering, but it's just all of the instruments all over my that make up my body are just tooting and banging and making little noises. I was at 4 HP at one point. I never got hit. You guys stand inside the grove with a huffing, shaggy bear in front of you that slowly becomes less shaggy. Out of the mist behind you, which burns away, you see a single amalgam sitting as a posh-looking young woman with a little parasol. Hmm? 
it is a hobgoblin woman. She's wearing the height of fashion in Slograda like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's Aria. Why is everyone you know a hobgoblin? Don't worry about it. <laughs> all, right, all right. See, it's these elves. They always got to be mysterious, dude. Oh, only I'm still an elf. So it's like. You're still a bear. Bear. <laughs> I, can English. I can speak the English. Only There's I like a weird a dog. I think we can understand you because it's a dream. Because why not? Yeah, sure. sure. So is the giant halfling man okay? Is they cool? stroll out of the distance and stand with the amalgam sort of in a little power trio. All right. I guess we did it. Should we go back in the library and make sure the Dusky Death book in there isn't bad times? I mean, that's how we could be sure, right? I guess. Am I, am I able to go back inside, James? Okay. So Geesh steps off towards the library. Mm-hmm. Geesh. Amanda, what are you saying? I was going to say, Galena's figuring, figured out that Geesh is the ghost. <laughs> Why are you wearing a sheet over your head? That's a question for Serial, not for me. What? You don't even, you don't even want to know what you look like. What? What do I? I look. Galena's looking at her hands and checking her body. You, are, and... you look way too sexy. Keith says before he runs inside. No, knowing it'll like vex her more that he's given her no answers and just that. What? What? Galena starts turning a little red, but of course nobody but her can feel it or sense it. She there's turns a, to Sariel. What? There's a comical uh, steam flute at the top that goes. And in this moment, you guys see Galena start to flicker in and out of existence. Peter. Oh. Her words are cut short and then come in halfway through for a moment and then she is gone. Do any of you guys do anything while Gij runs back to the library? I'll tail along. Well, I, I was guess? about to say, I guess we should follow him. I mean, I don't want to just stand here staring at a corpse. Well, you guys can talk to the NPCs. The woods now look like they did through the window, welcoming and lush, like that rock over there looks rad for reading. Perfect little moat of sunlight coming down right where a book should be in your lap. That sounds amazing. I feel like there are more important things we need to be taking care of right now. True. So the lot of you head towards the library. Gij, as you step in, you realize that, again, the room is difficult to discern how many walls there are. But there is a third door now. Look, brother, I deal with difficult to discern. I ain't sweating these walls. <laughs> Don't sweat I'm, the walls. Yeah, I'm just looking for the book This is Dusky Death. The piece of ground where the Dusky Death book resided and was emitting a bunch of grossness is clean and empty. There's no book there? Nope. Do you want to look on the shelves and see if there's another book? Yeah. The Dusky Death? Yeah. Should I roll something? No, you can find it. Sorry, Al. What does it say? Man, I'm still processing. It'd probably be blank. There is a picture of Sariel tapping her chin with a feather pen and looking inscrutable. Hmm. Well, okay. I guess we did it. I mean, everything looks okay here. Yay! I mean, if we came back in, that book was still spewing smoke, and I'd know things were bad, but it's all good. How do we How do we wake up? I'm too sleepy to be profound right now. There is an extra door in here. Right. You said there was a third door. And what is, is there a window in the door? Can we see beyond it? Nope. It is blank. I guess that's our exit. Can I roll to see what that's all about? You don't have to roll. It is a servant's door. It is the door to your room. It is the door to the sanctum of sanctums. It is the door to go where you want to go. So now I'm trying to decide if that'll take us back or if they're going to end in, up in some like really weird part of Sariel's brain. You're pretty sure it will lead you back. Okay. Do you communicate this? I'll communicate this. Keys like taps his hands together, is dusting them, which I guess to them, they just see the sheet ghost and they hear doing because there's no hands. It just ruffles goofily. There we go. Well done, guys. 
clearly the traumatized group cannot respond to such a thing as they are not as used to the <laughs> horrible monstrosities as Gishis. That, that was terrible, and I want to and I want to not be in your, this nightmare world anymore. No offense. So can we just leave this corpse here? We don't need to like clean it up. No. It evaporated. Oh, I, I mean, yes, that I was not paying attention, apparently. So, yeah, we have two options. We can either explore and learn all of Sariel's deepest, darkest secrets, or we can wake up. I've already disappeared, right? Yep. After blushing a bunch and tooting. Yeah. You didn't dose right. Yeah, well, it was difficult. Well... After Edith says that, I'm just going to fall out the door because I'm cool to give Serial her privacy. I'm not going to go poke around her brain. So the NPCs, what's their status right now? They all chilling. seem fine. Okay. Yeah. So the no-face token person hobgoblin thing, they're just the girl with the parasol and the fancy clothes? Well, not anymore, but oh. it's, it's now, you know. A... So there aren't 8 billion of them anymore? Nope, just one. There is a okay. chubby-looking blacksmith-looking dude, also okay. a hobgoblin. Cool. Gige disappears into the door. When he opens it, it's just darkness on the other side. He steps into it and is gone. Okay, well, I guess I'll follow him, but that, that sounds scary. It doesn't feel scary, though, which is what you've discovered is the most important thing in this whole darn world. So I just see darkness when I open the door. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, time to dive right in, I suppose. Okay, Eden disappears as well. With the last munch of my dream cookie, I too will step through <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet it tastes real good. Yeah, it's good in the dreams and unlimited. <laughs> Indeed, the best kind of cookie. Sten steps through, but not before leaving crumbs on your floor. What a jerk. They are delicious crumbs. Those are going to be stuck in your brain forever. Sorry, El, you are left in your brain alone. What would you like to do? Do you have any last things you want to instill in your in your dudes? No, I can come back to check on them later. I'll follow. I'll follow the others out. Okay. As the rest of you wake from your cuddle puddle to an ethereal elf draped in spider silk standing over you, violet eyes wide, face unsure, gripping a spear of twisted light and dark wood, its tip resting inches from Sariel's neck, ready to plunge. What? And we were up there for the evening. Oh, man. What? And then I got killed anyway. Wait. <laughs> Wait, who's holding the spear? Wistera. Wistera, the, the elf witch. Wait, why is she doing that? Rude. Probably to make sure I didn't turn. I should be there stopping her. Why Why am I not stopping her? She's yeah. We all just woke up. We're groggy. No, 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 no. No, she woke up before us. James, uh-oh, you were into a problem. Or, or did well, I, no, because it's like fractional second. Did I wake second. up and, and take the egg and leave the room to quietly hatch it? Guys, no. remember, there's time distortion here, so that'd be like <laughs> a microsecond before us. Yeah, you just I'm glad everybody's on easy. top of it. I did, I did. Don't do that. Make him explain his way out. <laughs> With that, our heroes of Rib, Sariel's Mindscape of an Unwelcome Guest. But many questions still remain. Will Gige miss his sheet ghost and scythe look, even though he's never seen it himself? Will Eden remember how her magic works, now that I've explained it again? Who are Sariel's enigmatic brain NPCs, and what basic psychological concept do they represent? Does Sten have a hitherto unknown goat friend? 
And is Galena convinced that Sariel's into ladies now that she's been described as sexy in the dreamscape? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes. I would say it was unavoidable when, when the cuddle puddle happened. I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. True. Power mm-hmm. friendship. Here we go. This this is like maybe too deep IRL. But James, I, I, I think maybe you'll appreciate it since I think you understand how fiction can be useful to explore like real life things. Mm-hmm. But like to some degree, things I deal with IRL for me have become analogous to the uh, the Moody Do. Like I got a bad thing on me. I got a bad thing and it's rotting, but it's just in my head. Mm-hmm. I can fight it. <laughs> and your friends helped you. Yeah. But uh, thanks, thanks for games, guys. Sorry that I missed a game because I was dealing with IRL Moody Do. No worries. Let me touch your butts.